Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi everybody, Russell and my hammer's 11. Hope you're all safe and well. For you to channel, please consider subscribing and hitting the bell icons so you may do have any time we put new content on before anyone asks yes it is a bit pink today my room and it's not but it actually goes with our guest i didn't even think about she was wearing a gonna wear a breast cancer shirt um <laughs> um obviously if you're new to the channel please hit the, the bell icon so you may not have any time to put your content on obviously we've got all the food bank stuff coming up every thursday we've only got two left um i'm trying to raise twenty thousand pounds for the irons point food banks um but today's guest pride of irons co-chair it's joe bailey hi joe how are you Hey, Russ, really well, thank you very much. Yeah, um, cheers for um, fitting me in. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm really nervous. It feels really strange. I don't know why. I don't know why. I do this sort of thing all the time and I feel nervous. I don't know why. You have maybe, such a maybe it's because you're on the other side. You know what I mean? Because it's like you, if you're like, uh, it's quite funny when I interview like loads of like all the YouTubers, like, you know, whoever it was, you know, Ryan or whatever, they really enjoy it because they don't have, because it's all on me. It's all on me, and, and you're the one who has to answer. That. Well, it's the other way around usually, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a bit of, you know, you're usually on one side, the other side of the of the screen, so to speak. But um, yeah. But I mean, what's nice is you get a nice, you've got a nice setup. You've got your microphone, you've got your headphones, so we've got a bit nice audio, which is nice for a change. Yeah. Um, but uh, how are you? How's the, how, how have you been? Well, you know, like a lot of people, so many ups and downs, you know, everything's unprecedented, you know, I've been on furlough as well, part-time furlough, you know, everybody's got trouble still, you know, but that's why these shows are great because it's to uplift, you know, and it's, I think yeah. you just got to get on with things. You just have to get on. I keep busy. That's what I do. Yeah. I do things like this, Russ. <laughs> yeah, keep busy. And obviously yeah. you were at the test game on the weekend. How was that? It must have been weird. It was weird, but wonderful just yeah. to be back to watch a match of football. Yeah, even I'm not going to mention the score though. Let's not go there. <laughs> no, like, I want to get that down. Was a shame. That was I mean? a shame because I was because obviously I was at the ground because obviously we had this. We, we don't want to mention that game either, but we was at the yeah. other game, <laughs> and and I was getting the text through because I was, I was really interested because of being a test game, and I was like, oh poor buggers. 
Yeah, it, it was tough. I mean, I was still suffering because I did a, a little video as well for the FSA on, on you know, how the COVID measures went there and things like that. Yeah. Um, and my voice, it was too, I got a low voice anyway, as you can hear, but it was two semitones lower because I was shouting so much. And of course, you've got the mask on, so you have to shout even louder. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm still sort of recovering now, to be fair. But just to be back, just to, to, to smell, and it sounds silly, it's the smells, isn't it? Smelling the grass. I totally get you. You know, totally and, and it... Brand new ground for us as well, being yeah. obviously at the Daggers, you know, so it was a historic moment and, you know, a great shout out to the stewards and everything. They've done such a good job considering, you know, um, yeah. And uh, I won't mention officials and things like that because they ruin the game. I'm not going to go there. You know, we moan about VAR in the men's games, but some of the officials in the men, uh, women's are an absolute nightmare. But uh, yeah. yeah, no, it was, it was amazing. Rush, just to be back, just to be of back, course. see the familiar faces and yeah. smell the burgers. And not, <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, no, it's so true. It's like, that's, it's a weird smell. It's these, it is smells that conjure things up. It's like when I, you know, we talk about the old, the old ground and stuff like that. And, what I can't you know, I can't seem to replicate is the the smell of the crap burgers that Ken's cafe or, or the you know is that is you know what I mean like cheap burger smell. I mean you're a horn you're a horn church girl like me. If you walk down the like or I suppose you were at Park Lane Park Lane Chippy, you know that's that cheap burger smell. I used to go Park Lane Chippy, um, yeah. because is it? But yeah, that cheap burger smell you can't replicate, can you? And no, it's you um, and, and 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 the cut grass is yeah, it's, it's a smell of cut grass and I, I mean, i've got astroturf now here so i don't get that anymore now but yeah, um yeah. <laughs> it, it, it takes you back doesn't it it really does it really does and you just added me that i'm hornchurch with an o and you're hornchurch with a h yeah you are in the posh part so yeah about that i like the way you sneak that one in there russ nice one but yeah but um but yeah just being back i, I like it i just want everyone to get back to football because it just yeah. it was the first time i felt normal for the mm. very first time, even mm. though it was all obviously social distancing, it really? oh, it was just wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Just wonderful. and it is. It's, it's it's one. I mean, that's why it was really important that that restart happened, wasn't it? Because I think it, it. You know, some people were like, I know, obviously the French league and various other leagues, you know, didn't finish their games, but everyone else did, and I think it it had a sense. Although it was all a bit weird and behind closed doors and stuff like that. You know, you had something new to think about. You had something new to moan about, particularly being a West Ham fan. Um, and and it did a, bring a sense of normality. And I think, you know, as you said, the test games and stuff will bring another step towards an, the normal, whatever the new normal is going to be. But um, yeah. It, it, it was, yeah. It, and I think there's, isn't it, some of the EFL games this week, uh, test games as well. So I believe so, um, yeah. I so. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's, that's one thing. That's one thing against the, the ground is one thing good against the ground is it's you know London stadiums. It's really set up for social distancing. You know, <laughs> you know, something might something might be critical of that, but actually, it is. You know, it's really is. Good. And you know, to be fair, the the, the London stadium guys uh, have done a cracking job in terms of you know the protocols and all the signage and you know apparently you're know, talking to other journalists, talking to some journalists about it. Other grounds could be a nightmare to get through. <coughs> but not London Stadium, yeah. you know, literally in in with a minute, you know, it's not like it's, you know, oh God, you know, rigmarole, it's literally doom, 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 done, you're in. It's like per absolutely perfect. But um, yeah. it was almost built for it, wasn't it? It was like mm. preemptive. We must have known because it, it, it really fits this situation. So, you know, the sooner the better. I don't see why we can't get a move on with this, really. Obviously, yeah. it does depend on the grounds. They have got to look at the individual grounds, of course. But um, yeah, especially for our stadium. Yeah, I mean... I, 
the old girl, you wouldn't have had a chance. <coughs> Upton Park, could you imagine how, how tight the ground is? It is, it just doesn't work out. But um, there was only one way in and one way out, really. It could only come in from the station as well. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. You, you have no hope. It's great. No, it's true. It's yeah, so, so true. But, no, but I mean, that's 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 the great thing, you know. And, and I think, you know, it's always, I think we'll wait and see what happens. I mean, no one really knows, do they? I mean, you know, it was going to be October and everything sort of went a bit buggered up which we knew it was going to yeah. i don't think i don't personally i don't think to after christmas but who knows I, I don't know i'm not i'm not i'm not a politician but i think they'll try and get them back as soon as possible because yeah. it as you said it brings a sense of normality and it's a bit like the kids going back to school in it it's like you've you've got to let them go back to school and it's like same as people going back to work and things like that you've got to do that and uh it's the new normal we've got to find the new normal and yeah. if that just means a reduced capacity so be it. Put us all in a ballot. Let's go for it. At least we're back. You know, even if it's just the home fans, you know, I mean, obviously on the test match, the Arsenal fans weren't there, which wasn't a loss, to be fair. But, you know, <laughs> it did feel strange. And we were yeah. like the 12th person on the pitch then as well, because we yeah. were driving them along. So, you know, again, the results, you know. Anyway, yeah, just I mean, it's a huge, you know, even when we get, you said, when we get back in, we're not going to have away fans this season. That's pretty much a given now. So it will be a huge advantage for anyone who has who has home fans. It doesn't matter if it's a few thousand; it's still going to yeah. make a a massive difference. Um, and and we'll see. And uh, yes, we'll see. Obviously, roll on Saturday. Roll on. Uh, roll on Arsenal. Hopefully, the men's won't be nine same result as the women's, but. We've got a lot. Of, Who knows? I'm not. We're not going to talk about that, though, are there? Yeah, no. we've got so many. Are we going to get a point from anything the next four matches? I don't know. It's, I feel well, for Moyes. To be fair, I do. I, I feel for Moyes with everything going on. But I you? think at the end of the day, you know, West Ham are just the most unpredictable team, <laughs> and so you know when you have these run of fixtures, and you're thinking, oh my god, we were playing. You know, was it six of the top seven or something like that? Those are the games you know we've we've got more of a chance. It's yeah. when you know if we look at this, if you looked at it and we had like West Brom, we had like Burnley, Sheffield United. I'm more worried of getting points of those games because we never do. <laughs> it's true, you know what I mean. It's like you know, yeah, look right. at, yeah. I mean, since re, when we had restart, we we beat. We've, we've done a double on Chelsea last season. Um, we should have beaten Man United, Old Trafford. Yeah. Um, actually, it's quite a good thing if we get to play these teams particularly away from home at the moment because soon they're going to have fans back in and if they have back fans back in that's another actually the 12th man so um yeah we'll, we'll wait and see we'll wait and see but you know at the moment I, at the moment i get quite i get a nice car park space so you know there you go. I, 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 I never had one before in my life so it's very it's very different but there we go so um he first question he says um 10 minutes into the interview it's not too bad for me is um is is joe why is why is west ham your club we can see you've got i mean i love the pink top i never got i was trying to get my daughter one but they, i always run out it's really frustrating because she'd love that um but why is west ham your club what's your story i just am west ham my yeah. dad was West Ham. It's the family. I didn't. It 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 just is. It's not. Yeah. You know. Did you pick a team? It, it's just Claret and Blue. You know, in my brother's room, and 
he's he's eight nine years older than me so it it was just a thing I didn't realize it wasn't part of everyone's family in a way if that makes sense you know my dad even played for um West Ham boys as well back in the day I've been trying to find the photos everywhere but I couldn't find them (laughs) I've got only got one on me uh thingy here but yeah but from like the 40s you know so it's it's in the family it's in the blood you know and uh yeah it's part of me definitely Yeah. Do you remember your first game, the West Ham game? My memory is awful. <laughs> I, I seriously, I haven't. I could go and watch a match, yeah. and if anyone asked me to do any punditry on it, the very next second, I could probably tell you scored, and that'd probably be it. Yeah. I just haven't got one of those brains, unfortunately. But I can remember I was really lucky enough to go to the nineteen eighty FA Cup. I mean, I. Yeah, my dad got a ticket. I don't know how, but he got a ticket. And I can remember more than the match itself, getting there, going there, getting in the car. You had one of those, you know, the cars where you have to pull up your aerial and then you tie in around the claret and blue little ribbon on the top of the aerial. The back of the car, I can remember sort of winding down the window to put the scarf off out and wrap it up again. We had a well-dodged window as well at the back. So (laughs) I was tying it around sort of like the armrest as well so it wouldn't go out as a little kid. I could just remember just going down the A406 and everybody else sort of like, it just seemed like we was all in an army, all on a convoy, all going together. And I could just remember that feeling of, of just, just yeah, it's like family. We're we're all going, going on a big party, and that that's yeah. how it felt, you know. And just again, it's like we were saying earlier, like the senses and things like that, the feelings of everything, you know. With me, it's always driven by feelings, you know. Yeah. Listening to my dad sing, you know, my dad's a very quiet man, you know, kept himself to himself. But when bubbles come on and abide with me, and he would just just keeps keep singing and i get quite emotional thinking about it because even when bubbles come on now you know that's long gone now and you know i still i still think of him i get emotional now rush you know just thinking about it yeah 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 but it's senses it's 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 senses though isn't it it's like i'm the same it's like that was um that was the song <laughs> it's 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 a bit sick when you think about it now. that was the song that my granddad's creation that's the song when the curtains close and thinking about it now i'm like really that's just that didn't really it didn't really sort of fit the mood um but yeah no it's true and it is emotions it is stuff like that it's like i remember going to we went to cardiff in 2006 um for the fa cup and yeah i remember sort of going along and as you said doing the whole tying the ribbon around the thing and then as soon as you hit the m25 it all broke and so it's like <laughs> flapping and like you'd always do that thing wouldn't you where you tie you would you'd tie the scarf on the coat hook and then you'd but then you'd put the window up yeah. and it was like it was just yeah and it was like when we got to the bridge it was like a a sea of claret and blue you know it was just like absolutely mental and it is it's it's a family and 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 that's sort of part of what's happened with this sort of channel. It's just become its own sort of community. And, and you know, people have sort of suggested people to come on or, or someone's text me someone's number and you know, they'll have a good story about this one. And, the, and and that's what I love. And that's and I think I'm not, and I don't think we're biased when I say it, but West Ham fans have the best are the best fans in the world. They really genuinely are. Um, you know, I have, as I said before, I had like um the other day, I had one of the one of the um, videos. Can't remember which video it was. Um, a beautiful message from an Arsenal fan, basically saying, "Look, 
this has kept me going through lockdown. I, I absolutely love the channel. It's like, we don't have anything like this at Arsenal. It's like, I know it's all West Ham, but it's just lovely to hear stories of ex-pros or fans of all different ages. And it was like, do you know what? That really meant something. And obviously on Facebook, people message me, like a lot of my old school friends are Tottenham fans. Are like, oh yeah, yeah. I still watch it. And, and it just, it's lovely, isn't it? It's just lovely. You're just thinking, you know, when all... You know everything that's that's going on in in the world, let alone yeah. at, at the club. That um, that you know that that sort of West Ham community spirit is just still there, mm. and 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 even more so, I think, because of lockdown. You know, you've had this sort of spirit of the Blitz East yeah. End, and it's something totally. about and it's something about supporting West Ham that has that. I don't Coming think together. exactly, yeah. and I think I don't think you'd have that if you were winning every game. You know, and winning titles, it just becomes like blasé. You're going to beat, you're going to roll over this team 4-0, you know. For us totally. to, for us to beat a, an Arsenal or whatever, it's like, we know it's going to happen three times or four times a season. We know that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just when it's going to happen. And I think that's why we enjoy And, um, yeah, no, it's, and it, it's like, you know, typical, like, as you said on Saturday, you know, an amazing day, all you guys, you know, going back in and then, West Ham move nine one. You know, it's just like it's the West Ham way. I told way. you not to mention. I told you not to mention the scoreline, right? Do you know but what I've gone? Do you know what I've gone? I, I start. I mean, I don't. I don't like the mask. I'll be honest. I, I'm. I, I. You know, my, I wear my glasses, and it doesn't matter what anyone does. It steams up. So I've bought one of those visors now. So and that's quite good. So um, yeah. I quite like that. I've just bought it just came today. So and I've uh, and I can, I went to B and Q and everything. Um oh. without a problem. So there we go. So I'm gonna take that on Saturday on next on the uh, we when's the next game? Uh, next next Tuesday, won't it? Next Tuesday we've got the Carabao mm. Cup. Um but but yeah, no, it's it is and as you said with your dad and, and as with your brother, it's it's all about family, isn't it? And it, it just mm. is. It just really is. Sick. That's what it is. It's part of you. It's part yeah. of your family. I mean, when Dad died, was looking back into the history, you know, of our yeah. family, and it's all London, you know. <laughs> so it probably goes back to day dot with West Ham as well, you yeah. know, since since the start. So so yeah, it's a uh, it's an important part. It's part of life. And even though you know, back in the day when I was a young gay girl and I started to look a little bit different and didn't sign a fit in with the family. Yeah. And it was it was a bit tough back then, Russ, to be fair. Not yeah. tiring everyone with the same brush. It just was that time, you know? Yeah. And so I stopped going to the games. And, and, and uh, it was Pride of Irons that kind of brought me back because I felt felt safe and comfortable and I got a bit older and a bit uglier and I don't care as much now I just wanted to go back and support the team rather than watch it on a box you know yeah yeah but, and, then, um, and then then lockdown happens and you have to watch it in the box anyway oh, oh, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. are you a crowd um, noise on or off person definitely on I tried it definitely off on. it just just felt wrong as if I was over the park watching the kids you know it yeah, just yeah, felt yeah, wrong yeah. Uh, yeah, you need the atmosphere. I, even the delay, I didn't mind as much, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like doing. I like jumping on all the watch-alongs and fucking mm. up with, with Charlie on Hammer's chat Dude. or whatever and just and, and giving them like the giving them sort of the, the, the info like a minute before they happen because obviously yeah. I've got them there. But, uh, you know, so who's it's... pressing the button then to make all the noise? That's all right. Was that you, Russ? Was it? No, that is not. <laughs> that is not the per... No, I, we interviewed a guy called Travis Newton um, a few weeks ago and he works for Sky. And all that stuff on the crowd noise is done by computer. All yeah. done by AI. Absolutely amazing. You know, Brilliant. all done by Optra Index and stats and da 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 mm. and if this happened. Because I always thought it was a poor little sap in a... Poor little bloke, you know, with a soundboard. Um, 
Yeah, which which makes it even worse because obviously I always say when we beat, beat the um, when we was three new up against Norwich at half time and they got booed off by the by the robots and I was like, <laughs> that's when you know the crowd's turned <laughs> when <laughs> when when a C three PO and R two D two starts start booing booing poor uh, you know Timo Pookie off the pitch. I must admit that was a classic. I was laughing at that. I must admit that. Like, 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 oh, but crazy. it's true. But it's true. It's like obviously on yeah. FIFA, like you're playing FIFA game and you lose half time, it boos you off. So, it's um, loved it. But that's the thing. Yeah. And obviously, as you said, with things like Pride of Irons, it just brings brings every. It's, it, it just, as you said, gives you a, sense, a, a a different sense of community, doesn't it? Because you've got like obviously the West Ham community and Pride of Irons is, is obviously a, a tighter network of people. But that, that brought you back into football. So well, well, not only that, just just made me realise that football's changed as well over yeah. the years, you know. And, yeah. and and we have evolved, you know. Yeah. We're all in our own little bubbles, pardon the pun, anyway, you know. So it, it, it's a case of now, you know, like I want to give a shout out as well to, to one of ours, which is Jackie, Jackie Hughes, you know. Girl she's Jackie, had yeah. uh, a, a nightmare of a time, you know, yes, and she's yeah. one of the nicest women you could she ever, is. ever wish to meet. So, Jack, we're all thinking of you still, you know, stay yeah, strong, yeah. girl. You know, meet up for a pint, hopefully soon, you, you know. So, and it is, it's going to the bar afterwards and meeting all these characters and meeting yeah, yeah. all the people. And we are, we're not separate. We're just there to help people realise that, do you know what, it's okay. We are a family now. Just come yeah, back. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Buy your season ticket. Sit on the seat. We are family do what you love, which is yeah. watch, watch, watch the football. It's, yeah, it's exactly. as simple as that, and we're there, you know. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, that, I mean, yeah. Obviously, we said Jackie's had a horrible time, and but that, that exemplifies that West Ham community. You know, doing the stuff on the Villa game for a, a grandson and stuff that that came about because you know, and it's again, it yeah. just it, it warms it warms the cockles of your heart. There, <laughs> there's good people out there, and they're all good people. Everyone, everyone we've had on the channel, everyone we've spoken to, all the messages, it just is if there's a way to bottle, bottle that up because i think we need a lot of, lot of that at the moment so a lot of that good feeling um it's still there and it is still there which is which is great um right let's let's go and talk about oh, this yes. 11 let's go let's, about that yeah. <laughs> the show the show let's just it's chatting yeah. Well, that's the idea. That's that's the whole point of this. It's just like two people in a pub. Um, so let's let's talk about the eleven. So as a, the, everyone we've had on bar three people, um, Mr. Redknapp, Mr. Bishop, and Mr. Rear Coker. They're the one. No one else, everyone else has picked an eleven. Um, and, and the idea is you, you pick players. The only rule is that you have to be alive to have seen them play. Not necessarily see them play live, because that will obviously, I know. The poor guys in <coughs> the Indian Hammers, you know, in Bangalore, probably haven't seen many live games at West Ham. And if they did, it was probably a championship game and they had to put, you know, I don't know, Matty Taylor in at left back or whatever, bless yeah. him. Um, so it's, it's been alive to see play. Obviously, I couldn't pick Bobby Moore because I wasn't around to see him or Benny Bonds or Trevor Brookin. I was around to see Breen, Boyer and Butler, you know, something like that yeah. instead. Seems a fair yeah. swap. Um and and so that's what we do. So and you can talk about whoever you want. It doesn't have to be the best players. It must be the favourite players, or the worst. But it doesn't matter, Joe. It's totally up to you. We'll start with in goal. Right. So who is in goal for the Bailey eleven? Well, again, it's such a tough one. When you asked me on this, I thought, oh, this is going to be really simple. But it's taken it me days. I just couldn't choose. It's so difficult. So I had to go with the emotion. Uh, so I went with um, Parks. Had yeah. to be. You know. 1980 as well, FA Cup, um, gentle giant, 
you know, what a lovely fella. Never yeah. met him, but I've heard so many. Again, West Ham family, you have so many stories about him. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Um, uh, yeah, what, 340-odd appearances. Know, Again, yeah. I said my memory's an, an absolute nightmare. And I, I can remember his stance. It was his stance on the ball. You yeah. know, it everything, everything about him. And, you know, I, again, I remember going to the pub and I was chatting to this woman about two, three, four times I was meeting her, having a good chat and a good laugh. And it turns out it was Marie, which was yeah. Marie Parks. You know, it's all those <laughs> kind of things. I was fangirl. I was getting really like, you know, and I, I, I don't get starstruck. And I was getting starstruck over Phil Parks' daughter. You know, it's yeah. uh, it was amazing. You know, so, yeah, it's all part of that family thing as well for me. It you is. know, one of my dad's favourites as well. So yeah. I've, I've had to put Parks. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And obviously, he turned 70, didn't he, during lockdown? Bless him. Yeah, how did so that happen? Was... Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and when we had Marie on, she said, like, he grew, he grew his the mullet back just for the 70, which I think is absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And bless her, oh. she was trying really hard to get, get all these, like, video messages and stuff down. Yeah. Bless her, she was running all over the place. But, um, oh. yeah, a, a gentle giant and uh, a lovely bloke. Right. Um oh, we, what, what formation are we playing? Playing four four two. I'm doing or... four two, but swapping it over a little bit because majority right. of these guys, anyway, they played in different positions. Anyway, sure. You will know. you go for the um, team as you want to, Joe? I will. I will. I will. Right. Thank you very much. Give it. Giving me the leeway. Right. So I'm going. Um, I'm looking here because I've changed my mind again. <laughs> It's just a nightmare, isn't it? I've watched one of these before when people look down and think, what are they doing? Of course, they're just changing their minute minds yeah, last minute like I am. Down, yeah. yeah, so I am going for, definitely, it's got to be the Terminator. I've got to yeah. go for him. Yeah. Yeah, I am going to go for him. Um, yeah, you know, he, he managed West Ham ladies as well, so there's the link there. He did, um, yeah. Just, just before he came over with Slaven um, into coaching. Um. And he was just a force. He was proper West Ham, played yeah. for the badge, old school. Loved the old hard man as well. You know, a uh, bit of a naughty boy, obviously, with the odd tackle here and there. But it's because he was passionate. He was focused. Yeah. And we love that about him. Definitely. We love that about him. You know, uh, yeah, so it's definitely Terminator. And yeah, and, and it's great that he's, he's, I think he's, you know, really proud of, happy of, you know, him and Slav obviously getting back into the Premier League. Yeah, you totally. know, it didn't work out properly at that time, and and you know, it'd be great. Hope and I, I hope that you know when they come back that there'll be some fans there because they'll give them they give them both a reception Always, that they deserve. Totally. And obviously, yeah. uh, obviously, became a dad as well, didn't he, during close season as well? And that is, again, because that's what you need. That's what you need. You know, when you're trying to spearhead your team to Premier League survival, <laughs> is is to have a newborn baby. <laughs> And uh, sleepless nights, bless him. But yeah, uh, yeah he's a, and I think he's one of those people who was, you know, he's uh, outside of West Ham. His reputation went before him, didn't it? So everyone thought he was a thug and stuff, but actually he was a phenomenal football player as well. Oh, yeah. And and you know some of the skill, obviously, yeah, you, know, you you can have particularly over lockdown a lot of time to go back and look at old games and stuff, and a lot of Robert Banks's yeah. stuff, which is brilliant, and some of the stuff that Julian did. You know, I remember I saw this one. Which someone mentioned, and I went back and saw it, where he literally, it was against Man United, I think it was the game where we sort of stopped them winning the title, and Cantona was running behind him, and he, did, he used to always do that thing where he used to flick it back over their heads, um, and he did it with Cantona, and he just nodded, like, well done, you know, it's like, well, there you go, there you yeah. go, you know, that's the right. endorsement. I mean, people forget, you know, he could place the ball 50, 40, 50 yards ahead yeah, of you. Yeah. 
perfectly in time to yeah it was just yeah it was, it was sublime I, yeah I, I love the fella as a footballer I love him All right. yeah Julian's in who's next right okay I am going for um yeah I'm gonna go for Rio um yeah. one of our own boys as well one of the kids you know um Oh, I'm so sad that we 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 didn't keep him. I I I you know he, he just he did he used class didn't he ultimately? Um, one of the best centre backs I think we've ever had. Um, yeah. and certainly England as well. Just absolute mm. utter class. And it's he's one of those where you go like, oh, if only you know we could have kept hold mm. of him at least for another season or two. You know, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the thing. It happened to that whole generation, wasn't it? It was like a conveyor belt where everyone just left about a season or two too early, and it's like when Still we had eight. When we had, exactly we had, when we had eight on, we spoke about it, and he was adamant that if they'd kept them all, they'd have won the league. And I don't think you can blame. I don't think you can disagree with him. To be honest, I mean, when we had Tony Carr and he did his eleven, and it was mm -hmm. basically the England twenty ten World Cup squad, you know, because it was, and it was like a you know, something like. Eight of the World Cup 21 had been through the West Ham Academy. And it's like, that's mental. That is actually mental, you know, when you think about it. And that was the golden age. That was the year, that South Africa one, where we were, like, tipped to do really well. Yeah. Oh, mental. If only. Yeah, if, only. Yeah, if only. How many times have we said that? If we had a pound for every time we said that. But that, but that is being a West Ham fan, isn't yeah. it? It's like, it's, it's living on what ifs. You know, it's like, what if, what if in 85, 86, we'd won those first couple of games? What if there wasn't, and we had to, you know, it's like, it's always, you know, <laughs> what if Marlon Harewood hadn't done his leg in in 2006 and at the last minute he had his right foot rather than his only one foot and he just swang, you know, it's, what if, yeah. you know, what if we beat Crystal Palace and, that, and, and Michael Carrick wouldn't have had to leave and then we'd have had him, you know, oh, I just love it. That's that's what I love. It's just like, because it's like these sliding doors moments, isn't it? And yeah. they happen all the time with West Ham. Right, it's okay, never boring being a West Ham fan. It's sure. never, yeah. you're very right. It's never boring. It's always, you know, it's always a bit like a soap opera and that's why I love it. <laughs> It is because you don't know it's twists and turns. I mean that yeah, that Redknapp yeah. era, that Redknapp era epitomised yeah. West Ham's a soap opera. You had you know pragmatists, you had the the sort of the, the hardened professional Razor Ruddocks and John Monkers. You had silky players. You had youth. You had these crazy foreigners turn up and Marco <laughs> Boogers and Paolo yeah. Futre and. It was just a, 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 it was my favourite time as a West Ham fan. It was just mental. Yeah. Right, okay, Rio is Sorry. in. Who is next? All right. Right, I am going for... He did play... I put him there because, I, I yeah, I want to fit other people in. And I know he's played there. It wasn't his best position. But uh, I put Billy Bonds there. Yeah. Right. Um, six foot two, rise of blue. Yeah. Um, oh, do you know what? When you're talking... You said earlier about things you can remember it was uh when they opened the stand for him oh my god jeez yeah and, and i'm block one for one i'm only a few few rows from the front so uh, you know and and he's, he was walking around and you know i've got a load of the i'm sitting there on my own as well by the way i'm only the only one with the season ticket there. and and you know they're all like really like you know the old 70s lot let me say that yeah, right yeah, and yeah. you know and you could feel the emotion you could you could see him welling up as well you know it was mm. such a special day and old billy was just yeah. just amazing gave it his all the old school and uh mm. you can't fault the man can't fault no. the man at all 
No, exceptional person, you know, humble man, um, incredibly dedicated family man. You know, people, that's what I see. That's a great thing about his story because about this whole channel is because I wasn't around to see, I I saw him manage, manage us, um, but never saw him as a player. And um, listening to some of the stories about, you know, where I can't remember, it was a guy, who was it? Well, I'm Matt Lorenzo, and I think it'd be Matt Lorenzo, oh. and he he went with his dad quite a lot because his dad was a commentator, and he he would regularly see Billy, and he would literally come out of the dressing room with a can of like four pack that he'd nicked from the players' fridge, <laughs> straight in the car, go home, no interviews or anything because he wanted to spend time with his family, oh. and you know, incredible man, um, mm. you know, famously didn't didn't turn up to the last game, up some part because he was stuck in traffic, and. It looked a bit tasty outside, and he feared for his for his kids, for his family. So he turned and went back. And I just don't blame the man. I think he's a, and it was it was it was um, well overdue, wasn't it, to get yeah, that stand yeah, named after him? But they did it right, and um, it was, true it was meaning, lovely. true meaning in the word legend. You say legend, you chuck Billy Bonds at that in every yeah. part, every aspect, absolutely, totally. And I think the trouble is, I think nowadays because the because the way football is, they're almost. It's no no fault of themselves, but they're like mercenaries. It's like it's a career rather than a passion. I think that's fair to say. You know, you know they, you know they, you don't get, you don't get. I mean, no, the Mark Nobles of this world are the are the, are the sort of the exceptions to the rule. And so the word legend is banded around if someone plays more than three or four seasons at a club. <laughs> um, but back at that, I mean, but you know, Bonzo and, and and you know the Alvin Martins and and Rays and Tonkers and. They were legends, and because yeah. they, play, you know, and uh, Bonzo epitomised that. You know, obviously, I, I, you know, I don't think anyone will beat his his appearances. You know, I don't think Mark's Mark's not going to do another hundred and sixty no. odd. You know what I mean? So uh, bless him. But uh, Bonzo's in. Who's next? Right. Okay. So I'm going for me right back, and I am definitely going to go uh, with um, Thomas Recker. I Ooh. loved him. To be fair, um, when we lost um, Dix, it was like, oh, we've got we've got another one. <laughs> it's like we've replaced him with that, but on the other side. And, um, you know, what a fella again. Proper odd man. Loved yeah. the club. We loved him. I mean, absolute, you know, hard as nails. And I always felt every time he got the ball, I was like, OK, I can feel relaxed now. It's all right, they're running. It's OK. I feel fine now. You know, um, yeah. he, he was one of those, you know, safe, safe, yeah. safe on the ball. Definitely. Yeah. And and again, you know, you're talking about when Bonzo, I mean, it's diff- obviously different time frames, but obviously when he left that last game where he was bawling his eyes out as he left the pitch. And um, it's weird because you never s- assumed he had that affection for the club. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and it might have been that I don't, I don't think... Maybe he just didn't get have the West Ham fans always. If you put a shift in, they're in your you're in their heart, you know. And he he did. He was a bit crazy, a bit mental. So he's a proper like West Ham, you know, type of type of player. And I think maybe it was might have been the only club that he's had that, you know. Maybe back in his homeland, but not you know in Italy and stuff like that. And and so maybe it's the first time that he had. People chanting his name and stuff like that. I don't yeah. know, you know, but uh, yeah, he yeah. Was, our, he was... our club, we, we definitely fit him. You know, was it first or second match when it was something he got sent off as well? So I think he got sent uh, for the first know. couple of games, wasn't it, or something yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah. Really that's... endearing. Then West Ham way thought that it's our boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> it. that's it. As you said, particularly with Julian gone, it was like you needed that sort of hard man. In the... I think right. you always need one. That's one thing yeah. I think we lack in in our team is a bit of At naughty. 
mm, is a bit yeah. naughty. Although we are little, we are getting a bit more. I think since since Nolan's come into the team, uh, into the the, the sort of coaching team, we are a little bit mm. naughtier now. I've noticed, particularly at corners. Mm. Uh, just because because Nolan used to do that thing where he's basically just stand in front of the goalkeeper, and just and now him. Antonio Antonio does that, and obviously he's bulkier and lower centre of gravity. He's smaller, and he's a bit nasty. It's nice. It's nice because we need that. We know people it's said not nasty. He was going to say nasty. It's not nasty. It is nice to watch. It's good. It's for professional. Us, so it's professional. That's right. Professional. Professional. I love that. Yeah. I'm liking you more and more. Nastiness. Nastiness. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's go. Let's go into midfield then, Joe. We right, got okay. midfield. Go so on. I am going to go. Um, if I go down the left wing, all right. Yeah, and cool. and again, it, I'm looking at it again. I'm looking at free here. Um, yeah, just. Purely for that kick, I'm going to go for Pyatt. Definitely, yeah. you know. Um, I, again, I, I can't remember much, as I say, but there was that free kick, uh, Man United, uh, six round or something it was. Yeah. And that free kick when he he hit that so sweet on the side of his boot, and it went flying over. And I I don't know. It, it it's like he had X-ray vision. That guy, he yeah. he could just see through walls. Things is so unbelievable. And and again, the work rate just magical. Absolutely. Well, I magical. just think I just think you know, particularly free kicks. I mean, he was. I mean, not just for West Ham, but I think for the for Premier League in general, mm. he was doing stuff with free kicks that I've never seen anyone do. I mean, obviously Ronaldo came and did that knuckleball, didn't he? Where he hits yeah. the knuckleball, and it. And it but this was this was this is different. You know, that Crystal Palace goal where it was like four yards going wide and then it just mm. cut in i just he was yeah. you know and and you know and obviously how he left and stuff like that but i mean you know to be honest i mean you, you i look i look through that because you get he's a mercurial player and and with those types of players they're like you know it's like the whole arsenal squad you know that's why you kick the arsenal players a little bit because well, arsenal men's because you know they're gonna kick off and you know they're gonna throw their toys out the pram and that's yeah. what Payet was going to be like, and he left. He joined us in the same way he left us, so yeah, we couldn't really yeah. expect that. But uh, he no. gave us like he. I mean, he. It will always go down in in sort of in history just because of that season he gave us. It wouldn't have been that, that such a great season that last if he wasn't there. Um, when he was there, he played for us and he gave us <coughs> everything, and and that's all you can ask for, you know. And it was great to watch a bit of magic, you know. Yeah. One yeah. of the best players I've ever seen. For sure. Oh, for sure. Technically yeah. the best player. You don't get many Ballon d'Or nominees playing for West Ham. You know? <laughs> you and he was like the man. Do you know what I mean? It's like He was the guy that when you yeah. ran the pub... Do you remember the pubs? When we used to go to pubs? I remember that one. Um, <laughs> and just from vaguely remember. Um, but he was the type of person who all your mates who weren't West Ham fans wanted in their team. You know, he was on every... Fa- every every one of your mates' fantasy yeah. football league team. And he was... And it was like... It gave you a real sense of pride. Um, it was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, Pyatt. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, okay, Pyatt's <laughs> in. Who's next? Right, okay. Um, I am going in for. I'm going to throw away that bit of paper just to make sure I got that one. Right, I'm going to go. It was a tough one. I was going to go for the right wing. I was going to go for Sinclair because I think, again, you know, oh, his work rate was outstanding. But yeah. I've got to go for Joe Cole. It's got, for me, it's got to be Joey Cole. Yeah. Yeah, Joko. Yeah, Joko. Joko. You know, <laughs> the thing is, I think what people do, they underestimated his ability for reading the game as well. You know, yeah. I think everyone thought, you know, it underestimated his intelligence as well. I think people now he's more of a pundit. I think people have started people to understand. People seeing it now. Yeah, 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 definitely. And, you know, again, skill, you know, he could 
upturn like that. He spotted things. He he read this. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't like to play chess with him. To be fair, you know, he, he read the game well in advance of everybody else. And you know, little fella got around and and how nice as well. Just didn't you know what what a lovely boy as yeah. well. One of ours. And and it must have been hard, tough, you know, for Joe, you know, because since since he was probably about 12, 13, we'd know, we knew about him, and yeah. and just like the the, the the sheer pressure on the kid, and and I yeah, know. I mean, it was it was you know it was nice that he bookend. I mean, I always said that he bookended his career at West Ham. And he did, you know, he sort of joined, He came into yeah. the world with West Ham and he retired at West Ham yeah. type thing, and and that's what people like to see. And um, yeah, I mean, his family are big West Ham fans, and it's nice when you have a West Ham boy play for your team. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. you know that they mean. I mean, I was watching the um, watching that Tottenham documentary on um, Amazon Prime, the All or Nothing. Mm. And they had uh, Harry Winks on there, who I've got this new respect for. It's about fact based for Tottenham. But um, and he said, you know, because he's a Tottenham fan, he's like, look, and I, you know, when I when we when when we win, it's a little bit more for me. When we lose, it hurts a little bit more for me compared to the rest yeah. of the team. And you get that feeling with someone like Joe and Martin and people like that. And um, it's nice to think of that, you know, you know Absolutely. that they're suffering as well. <laughs> you know, it's not just, yeah. they're suffering because they're fans, and it's uh, right. it's nice to see. Yeah. Right. Okay, so um, speaking of Mark Noble, you know, Mr. West Ham, I can't leave him out. I've not even yeah. got a look at that, to be fair. <laughs> you know, the, the mileage he puts out, he wears his arm on his sleeve. He's just, yeah. you know, one of our boys, you know. Um, you just said then as well, you know, sort of like about being a fan as well, you know. So yeah. it's like all the kids think, oh, we could be that, you know, that that, yeah. that could be me and it's great. It's great to watch, you know. And one of the best things was uh, we beat Arsenal away. And again, I can't remember what year that was. Last year. Yeah. It could have been last year to me, but it was probably about 15, 16, I think it was. Um, and then I think the commentator said something, you know, like, you know, you know, what did you feel about West Ham? He's like, you know, and I beat beating, you know, Arsenal. And it was just like, it's that kind of thing. And that was from the being a fan, that little chuckle like that. So it was being a fan. It wasn't about being a player at that as well. And and again, it's so endearing. And everyone I know, I think would put Mark Noble in their 11, to be fair. Yeah. Well, I think he's like, you know, for me, he's my Billy Bonds, isn't he, really? Because I was, you know, because he's, you know... I mean, it was 50, I think he started, I think his debut's like 15 or 16, something ridiculous like that. And, um, and yeah, you're right. I mean, obviously, you know, when I always, always talk about, because you know, it's different, it's different, you know, you always, you know, he's a fan, but then I, I watched him watch a game when we played the Chelsea game at restart, because he was sitting mm. where the, where the disabled seats were, because okay. it's already socially distanced, they're already two mm. metres apart. So that's where, that's where the, the squad that aren't playing sit. And he literally, he watched it as a fan. You know, he was kicking every ball. And as soon as, obviously, Yama scored the third goal, he was punching the air. And, and as soon as the whistle, he jumps over the barrier to run into the tunnel. And you just think, oh, he's just brilliant. You know, it's just like... He, and, and, and you know, and, and every year he surprises you because every year you think, oh, it's his last year. And then, then Moyes puts him in his number 10 role last year and it's all just worked for him. Um, and yeah. I just, I think he's just great. I just think he's a lovely bloke, and you know, and and even more so. I mean, we talk about Joe, obviously, obviously Joe captained West Ham, you know, for when the season we went down. But for Mark, you know, to have your your captain, your your talisman, but also mm-hmm. being an absolutely diehard fan, 
you know, it just it's something special. You know, you look in the other other teams, and you don't, you know, like, I don't even know where Arsenal's captain is, but it certainly isn't an Arsenal fan, and you know, and it's just it just gives that extra. Well, yeah, yeah, belonging and 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 I don't know what it is, but there's yeah. something warm about Mark Noble being captain. It definitely I is, and, and I think that's why it hurts more about Rice because I think Rice could be the same. But we're in a different era now; we're in a different yeah. time as well. I think Mark Noble's the last of that, you know, and 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 that's really sad for me, you know, that we're not mm. going to have a true legend anymore. That's what worries me about football now, to be fair. Yeah, but but then again, I I, I don't know why, but I in the I mean. It, you know, my I'll, I'll post this video and it'll be it'll be sold tomorrow. But you know, I've just got this feeling with Deck. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's being under the under the tutelage of Mark Noble. Yeah. You know, he's Deck is an extremely clever person. He's mm. not thick at all. No. Um, you know, I mean, he's not he's not media trained in his interviews for sure. Um, and so you know, everything he means is genuine. You know, and. I just think you see he sees how the cat how, how, you know he's he's not you know he's a social media person he's not silly he sees the love for Mark Noble and you know he could be a massive fish in a very small pond at West Ham if he's you know with the team be built around him he would be even more Mr West Ham than Mark Noble because it's 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 up a level you know yeah. because he's England international you know he is you know in his position arguably the best I think almost the best in the world, you know, in that defensive okay. midfoot, you don't get many of them to the pound. Um, no, you're, and... you're spot on. I agree with you 100% there. I, and, and everyone I'm talking to says exactly the same thing yeah. as well. But it's still, it's just, oh, it's just no, football it, in it. I, I don't like saying it as well, because as you say, you know, it, it goes the opposite way. I, mean, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know. I'd love, obviously love to see it. I can't see it myself, but I would just love no, that. No, I think my head, my head Parker, doesn't. Mark Noble, yeah. here we go. You know, yeah. passing the baton on. Yeah, my, my head sees it. My head sees the obvious yeah. and my heart sees something different. And um, oh, it is what it is, isn't it? It's just football, yeah. as you said. But, you know, yeah. but he's not one of those... I just think he's not one of those people who, you know, if if, if a team put in a really crappy bid and we said no, he's not going to down his tools. He knows, yeah. his, he knows his value. Um, yeah. And so, you know, he'll he'll go when the offer's right. We yeah. know he's going to go eventually. We, you know, in the, in, in the, but it's when... Um, I don't think I don't think it'll be this season. I really don't. Cause I just think I, I just don't think I can't see where he'd fit. You know, if he's going to go to Chelsea, you know, Lampard wants to play him centre back, which I think is fucking ridiculous. Cause I just think yeah. I just think he's just wasted there. Um, the, the the team I'm really surprised about haven't haven't put any word stuff in for him yet is is City because they still haven't really replaced Fernandinho, and he is just the right person for that. But obviously. Shh. Pep, I haven't. T- yeah, yeah. Don't it's tell high. anyone. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Pep. <laughs> but he obviously looks for like Rodri and places in the league and stuff. But, um, but yeah, no, and obviously they've, they've Chelsea got to, to sign Thiago Silva, haven't they? So he would be the centre back for this next season. So we'll see. I think we'll get at least one more season out of deck. But anyway, Noble's him. <laughs> right. Um, Who's next? <laughs> right. So what? Yeah, I'm getting confused now. Right. Okay. So I've gone for Mr. West Ham and. Um, it was going to be Parker, Scotty Parker, obviously. Mm. Um, you know, 
again, Mark Noble learned so much from Parker as he well. Did. Yeah, you know, steady on the ball, always felt safe when he had it. You know, and that little spin around, beautiful. You know, yeah. lovely fellow as well. Um, don't blame him when he went no, to be at fair. All. Not at all. Uh, and I know a lot of people don't like it to went to the place that we don't uh, name, but y- no. you know. Um, but I am. Ga- I've got a ball here, right? And I'm going to just like throw you a little bit of a curveball, like right? Because. Right, I don't know. But so what I'm going to go, we've got Mr. West Ham. I'm going to go for Mrs. West Ham. Ooh. I'm going to go for Katie Longhurst. So, oh, yeah, she, Kate Longhurst. you know, I've got the shirt on, part of the women's supporters board. So, you know, um, what, yeah, I can't not leave her out. Yeah, is no, that the I first like woman that. you've had, Russ? Is it? That's that's the first, it's not, I mean, yeah, that's the first woman who's appeared in the 11. Uh, we've, we've, we've had Kate on the on the channel, we've had Kate on the channel quite that. early on, bless her. And, um, but yeah, she didn't even, she didn't even pick herself. But do you know, that's a great shout. Yeah. I like that. You know, um, I love her. She's a good, good girl. Same, yeah, you know, I mean, she didn't get a cap either, as well. She had, she had the youth caps, yeah, you know, she yeah. won. The WSL with uh, Liverpool did. a couple of times as well, yeah. you know, and she's so steady as well here. You know, she gives a calming effect to everyone, loves the fans, come up, comes over all the time, interacts with us. You know, when she's got the ball, you know, she's steady. She fights for everything. If we're 10-0 up, she'll still be fighting for every single ball. She loves the club. We love her. Getting Kate Longhurst, yeah. Yeah, so no, that's a good shout. No, I like that. I like that. No, yeah, okay. top top girl. She was a, she was really good fun when we had we interviewed her. She was really yeah. good. Um, yeah. It's funny because I said to her, I was like, oh, reading, reading through like her, you know, how many early games she's played for West Ham, how many goals. And she went, is it, is it that? That's not a lot, is it? <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, don't, don't don't you keep count? She was like, no, yeah. I don't really. Because I imagine because some people like you know, uh, Tony Cotty, whatever. He's like proper statty. You got to get you know. Yeah. Um, where she's no, I don't. I, I just pass it on to people. And I was like, well, maybe maybe you should take a few more shots, Kate. And you know, you know, but uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah she's, no, it's she's great. Not selfish, you see. No, she does she what's ain't. best no, for the no, team. No. She's such a, you know, that is a team player. If you look at yeah. any, but she is one that epitomises a team team player without question. You know, she's a leader as well. I mean, our Jill is marvelous, obviously, but you know, being a West Ham girl as well. Yeah, you know, now yeah. playing at West Ham, love it. Brilliant. Love it. All right, Kate's in. Love it. All right, she let's is. carry on. Like right, okay. So um, up front, I've got yes. um, has to be a Flair, the Italian Paolo Di Canio. You know, yep. oh, he's a god in my eyes. I I, I love him. I, yeah, I think he'd be my man crush. Is that the right word if I had one? Yeah. So uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course you're a man. Yeah, yeah. man crush. Oh, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, that that would have been that would have been mine. You know, uh, yeah. so much Flair on the ball, just outstanding. You know, gave. Is everything is pa- the passion that he mm. had, oh, Russ? I yeah, it just brings so much joy just thinking about him. Makes kind of smile, well. Yeah, he's the man crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going pink like me. Yeah, sure. It's, it's, yeah. it's that. Uh, is that what what, what? what did what advert do you do? Was it like? It was like uh, imperial leather or something like that, wasn't it? <laughs> that it was the other one, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I love the guy. He's got a tattoo as well in the unbelief. Yeah. Uh, that's what I mean. Yeah, and and ah. you know anyone who I mean I'm I'm oh I'm so I, I hate 
I hate needles. Um, <laughs> I, I passed out my BCG test, um, and so uh, yeah, I knocked out the poor, uh, the poor, poor school nurse. You know, did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I had to have it. I had to have my actual one night, and the BCG test is just nothing. It's like a pinprick, isn't it? Mm. Um, Oh God, yeah, stories of me and my, you know, there was once my mother-in-law used to. Anyway, we digress, but my mother-in-law no. used to used to be a practice manager at Chadwell Heath um, Health Centre, and uh, I was we were setting up. You know, I was going to move to that sort of surgery, and we had to have a blood test and stuff. And my wife was pregnant at the time, and and I was outside like, bl- like taking blood, and I was like, like, and so I'm outside like doubled over. My wife's like ill anyway because she's like morning sickness yeah. and it's like we look like a right pair of charlies but yeah honestly <laughs> i oh, i can't stand needles but so anyway when it comes oh, to tattooing i'm like so much respect for people who have tattoos because yeah. and for power to be inked by it for a west ham tattoo i just think it's mental but uh, it's, uh no beautiful, it, yeah beautiful thing and, and there's so many funny stories about him you know you talk to people and they just they have their own personal stories of paolo and and and, and it's lovely to hear that you know just because he's just He's like, I don't know, I just, you smile when you think of him just because yeah. he was just a one man show, really, wasn't he? Yeah. And we kind of got him by default anyway, didn't we? For, yeah, for exactly. pushing them off, you know. So the the whole story's there. It is like a, a, it is like a soap, isn't it? With, with yeah. him, especially, to be fair, you know. But uh, yeah, absolutely adore the man. Absolutely adore the man. Yeah. yeah. So. Right, Paolo's in. Who's right. the last piece of the Bailey pie? Because I feel for him as well. Um, Dean, Dino, Dino, I've gone for Dino. Yeah. Um, 26 to retire, you know, he, he gave so Awful much as way. well. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah, you know, he had so, I mean, so much more to give. Uh, you felt oh, yeah. like he was just kind of starting, really, to be fair, you Definitely. know. Um, that the, the the bicycle kick again. You remember? I can't remember, remember like play, but yeah, that yeah, bicycle yeah. kick. I can remember it clear yes. as day, absolutely clear as day, no question. You know, I I can remember unbelievable and 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 rio as well getting one over on rio so it was just it was just sublime and and you know um that the tappings you knew if anything were going in the box and he was there he was just going to tap it in he'd get everything he was another one you could have put him on the chair span him round blindfold him and and he'd find the goal you know um yeah get absolutely gutted when uh had to retire early. What what a shame! That was. He was. I mean, he he was. I mean, he was in he was in my eleven as well. He was like he was in my day. He was the complete striker. Do you know what I mean? He could do it all. You know, as you said, the tap ins, yes, bicycle kicks, yes, headers, hold it up. He had enough pace to get past the defender. Um, it was a shame, not just for West Ham but for England, because I think he would have formed a, a formidable partnership with Rooney. When you know, because it was that time when he was like Rooney had like Heskey, and it just didn't really work. And um, he, he was slotted he, in perfectly, wasn't he? He really would have. And it's Such just, and it's just typical West Ham that he gets <laughs> KO'd by the smallest player ever to play yeah, for England. Yeah, right. Know I know. My goodness me. Yeah, I know. And it, and it is. It's such a shame. And I, I still feel awful for him now. To be fair. Yeah. Ending your career like that. Yes. Yeah, it's so early. It's like it's always tough. that. It's always that when you have players who do that. Like obviously Jack. He finished at 20, 28, 29, something like that as well. You know, yeah. and it was like. It's horrible because you just think they've got so much more to give, and uh, <clears throat> particularly Dino, he would have, yeah, he would have, he he may not have been at West Ham for many more seasons because he was that good, I think. Um, 
Yeah, one or two seasons, I reckon the same. I, I, I feel the same like all of them, to be fair. You know, anyone goes up that step, you know, we're going to kind of lose them, which is sad. But, it's yeah. funny, isn't it? It's funny when you, when a good player comes on. I remember like, you know, like Glenn Johnson, he like turned up and everyone went, oh, he'll be gone in 12 games. He was like gone yeah. in 12 games. You know, it's like, it's so true. It's the first question is, how long is he going to last? So like, you know, yeah. like when Ngakia turned up and everyone's like, he's quite good. Oh, okay. Well, then obviously that all went down and then it's like, okay, well, next one, he's quite good. When's that? Yeah. Um, it's, it's uh, yeah, unfortunately, it's, it's, it's the position we are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and to be honest, you know, but but until, I mean, that that's that Glenn Johnson Rio era we spoke about. You know, I mean, if you Tony, Tony Carr, he said, you know, you got, what you got to remember is before that, we had like one or two maybe yeah. came through. And then afterwards, we probably had like one or two came through. And that sort of period was just like this sort of golden age for the academy. And um, yeah, it was like, where did I keep coming from? It was just it a was, constant. Yeah. It was it was exciting and then, times. And then and then we didn't have much after that for a while. And then we had like a sort of a mini one. So we had like you know we've interviewed like Zavon, and you had like Zavon, you had Junior Stanislas, you had Carl Reed, who were all just neither could neither three of them could just get there. Do you know what I mean? It's like that, it was yeah, a little almost. bit longer. Yeah, yeah, almost. So close. So close. Mm. Anyway, what a shame. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Joe's been lovely. I brought you down now, haven't I, Russ? Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you. 53 yeah. minutes, as, as 54 minutes has flown by. Sorry, um, I thought it was about to come over here. No, it's great. It's lovely. No, I love it. Joe, it's been lovely chatting to you. I'm really glad we finally got it, got it, got it sorted because I think it was a really, really nice interview. And it's lovely that. Um, to throw Kate in as well. It's a great shout because I think it's, um, yeah, we do talk about the men's all the time. And actually, someone like Kate is, you know, living the dream for it. You know, she's playing for a, 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 a club that she supported all her life. And I think that's absolutely mm-hmm. mental. Mm-hmm. I think it's brilliant. But um, thank you so much for your time, Joe. It's been lovely. Cheers, Russ. Enjoyed it. Thank it's been a, been a laugh, Russ. Thanks. Yes, and we go good. for a drink soon. I'll come up to the posh bar of Hong Church and we go for a drink when we're allowed. If they, if they let you in, if they yeah. let you in, if they go, you've got, you got, right you got, wi- you got to get past the width restriction. No, I'm not saying yeah. that, but in the car, you know. I'm not saying that. You know, when you say something. I didn't mean that at all. I didn't mean that at all. Anyway. But anyway, um, thank you, Joe, so much. And obviously, thanks to everyone else for watching. Uh, like, share, subscribe, whether you're YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, even try Alexa. Try that and say play Hammers 11 and see if it works. It should work. But anyway, um, until next time, from, from me and Joe, take care, everyone. Stay safe. Come and you wines. And we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care, everyone. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.